Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Balanced Life with Debbie Carlin Boyle. Conversations connecting to a healthier you. The show that gives you all the latest and greatest health and wellness information to inspire you to live a life of balance and joy. Debbie Carlin Boyle is a health and nutrition coach, personal trainer, and fitness instructor who helps her clients live in balance with everything that feeds us in addition to the food on our plate. Please welcome your host, Debbie Carlin Boyle. Hello. Hi, everybody. Thank you. Good afternoon. Welcome to my show, Balanced Life with me, Debbie Carlin Boyle and more conversations that help connect to a healthier you. And I'm so excited because this is my first show in June, and I am now only going to be doing two shows a month. So I'm going to be doing the second week, the second Tuesday in June, and the fourth week in June, the fourth Tuesday in June. And the reason being is I wanted to do a longer format, so I really want to highlight our guests. So it's a 50-minute show today, and we are a call-in show, so I'm going to invite you to become interested interactive with us. So the call-in number here is 323-843-2826. And you're going to see why you're going to want to call in because we're doing live readings with um, a very um, intuitive person who can help you in your life today. So you may want to have a question that you want to ask and we would love to hear from you. So having said that, having a balanced life means so many things and comes in many different forms. As a health coach, I know too well how important it is to help my clients find alignment in every aspect of their lives. Not to be ignored is the alignment of one's soul. Without it, we open ourselves up to going to dark places, which can ultimately lead to depression, which then takes away from our quality of life, which then fast-tracks us to health issues. Today's show is all about trusting your soul, and my guest Dear James is going to tell us how to do just that. Dear James is an intuitive advice columnist, radio host, author, and consultant who offers insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. The insight, answers, and advice are intuitive and clairvoyant in nature and are derived from the universe source, which comes from our internal compass that speaks to our universal soul. Today, we're going to be taking live readings on the air. So again, here is the number. So you can call in 323-843-2826. Ask a question if you're feeling stuck in some aspect of your life. If you have a fear or an obstacle you need to overcome, why not just give us a call? So here we go. Will you please welcome our guide to help us exercise our soul, my guest, Dear James. We're going to call you Dear James. Absolutely. Because thank that's you. your trademark. Yes. That's is. who you are. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for coming today. That's oh, a pleasure, Debbie. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited. We met months ago. We were trying to find 
a time that would be convenient for you when we found one. We did. So here you are. We made it work. Here we are. We're going to do this. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. So you have a really different, interesting approach um, to, to sort of not curing, but opening up the soul and, and identifying how we have within us to change the directory of our life for the better. And um, I found it so intriguing when I met you and said, oh, we have to do a show about this. But before we get into all the details and the nitty gritty, I would like to hear about you, where you're from, and how you got to where you are today in life. Uh, I'm a native Californian, uh, uh, primarily from San Diego and Los Angeles. Um, I started out in a whole different, in corporate America and uh, in finance and so, and, so where'd you go to school? Let's go, I'm going to make you go back oh even further. Went, so you did your childhood. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, I am a, uh, I raised in a Marine Corps family. Oh, so there we go. To go down the list of schools will be very challenging because Oh, we, so you moved a lot. Oh, yeah. every two years you were somewhere being relocated, be, you know, due to the Was that tough of, for you? It, was, it was in the sense, at the time it was, because you just as you began to make friends and, you know, kind of took root, you were being uprooted. And yet... It's so foundational for me now as an adult. Yeah, so it, yeah. it was really challenging younger, but foundational. That's why I always like to ask what your beginnings are, because I think it has a lot to do for where you sit today. You yes. know, how, and um, like you said, it's kind of the foundation that got you on the road to this. So, where did, so you got into, before you went into the work world, did you go to college? Did you... I went to one year of college, uh-huh. and it was a very challenging time of trying to make everything work on your own, and uh, a couple, you know, two jobs, putting yourself through school and everything. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I landed a, do- a job um, with Telecheck in the collection department, and all of a sudden, within six months, I had been promoted six times. Wow! So I went so just kept a, moving up the yeah, ladder. I, I there. went at a very early age that the harder you worked, the more you got. Mm-hmm. And there, and it, because it was commission based, so at you know a tender age of like twenty twenty one, I was at one point making very good money, in, yeah. you know, collecting, and so that kind of was my beginning entree into uh, work in the corporate world and so and working forth. hard and knowing that that there was uh, there's a relationship between, like you said, hard work and um, earning a living. Yeah. So. At what point in life, at what age, did you feel like you became, you had intuitive intuition and you knew that you could help yourself or others with that? The, the pivotal moment in year was 1994. Um, and then looking back, though, I realized that I had been utilizing it without being aware of Hindsight. it. Hindsight. Hindsight. Yeah. Um, but there was an epiphany moment in 1994 when I attended a... Uh, one-day seminar um, at the Biltmore downtown Los Angeles, uh, Richard Sutphin, who does a lot of past life regression work and everything. And I went as a volunteer. I went to help a friend who was a friend of theirs. And uh, we came back after the lunch session. And he said, oh, this woman, James, will you sit with her for this next session? She doesn't have a partner. I'm like, okay, sure. And he said, we're going to do a light uh, meditation. And then I want you to just receive what you get for the other person. And he said, don't judge it. And then you know, when we will come out of the the meditation, if you will, and you exchange the information. I'm like, okay. We did the light induction and everything, and the next thing I know, this mu- this movie starts playing. 
And for oh, me, it really? Was, oh, it so was okay. So tell me. So were your eyes? So you were meditating, and she was meditating. Yeah. And you were sitting across from each other. She was in the row in front of me. Okay. Um, and I literally said hello to her, and that was it. That and, was it. Yeah. And kind of closed your eyes and let the movie play, as I say. Wow. And the next thing I know, I'm seeing all these things. I'm seeing it, feeling it. You know. And I say to myself in my head, oh, this woman's going to think I'm nuts. Like, I'm crazy. If you share any of right. what, yeah, is, of what you're seeing. Yeah. And all I heard was, don't judge it. And I said, okay, okay. So I just kind of sat back, let it play. Uh-huh. And then when it when we came back up, she said, okay, you go first. And I was like, oh, God, of course. you know." Like, <laughs> so I say to her, okay, well, I believe, you know, you live on a, a farm or a ranch. You have a lot of, uh, uh, like, walnut trees or nut trees. You sit on the front porch, there's swings, you have lemonade, and there's a horse, you raise horses, one's albino, it's mean, it bites you. Um, And about the time I said, and your marriage is very um, tumultuous. And as I said that word, the woman sitting next to her spun around and she goes, well, that's a good way to describe her marriage. Oh, so you hit you and, hit that nail on the head, yeah, sounds so like. Yeah, so there was this piece. And she goes, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, this is my mother. And I go, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so her mother would know. Right, yeah. yeah and then... I got very nervous at that point, and I said, and, okay, you've always wanted to be a writer and something else. And she basically, and I said, okay, that's all I have. And then she looked at me and repeated back almost verbatim. She's like, the trees you're talking about are acorn trees. We live on our five-acre ranch. The horse you're talking about is my daughter's, the albino horse. It's my daughter's. That's very specific. Very specific. And she was literally like, and when she got to the end, and yes, my marriage is tumultuous, and yes, I've always wanted to be a writer, and I've never had the courage to do it. And when she finished, I looked at her and I said, would you excuse me? And I got up and walked you, out of the ballroom. that was tough for you. Yeah. That real, realization yes. that you had that power within you. Yeah. And you were verbalizing it for the first time. Yeah, for the very first time. And so I got up and walked out of the ballroom, and the, my friend who had brought me, said uh, well I got out there and by the time she arrived she's looking and she said you were doing that kind of like what the heck was that dance you know like <laughs> yeah where that come from yeah and she's laughing and I'm like this is not funny I'm like I don't yeah. know what just happened yeah and uh but that was the awakening that was the moment that it all became spilled real. out yeah that became real it <laughs> yeah became very real. so did you find that you were able to do that for other people and is there a process to be able or does somebody just have to ask you a question or meet you, and you the movie starts playing. It can happen in all of the above. Um, I do it worldwide I, yeah. with my clientele yeah. and everything, um, in person, via Skype, that type of thing, um, group sessions, corporate sessions. So it, it can be anything from love, life, marriage, money, finances, development of company. It's just I connect in, I listen, I can look at... Um, individuals, just their first name. And I'll say, okay, tell me about Debbie. And I just start listening and I start writing down what they're telling me regarding that person. Okay. Or the entity, if there's a business and they're looking at acquiring something or who are the players or, you know, making changes or shifts. So you take notes on that and then you tell them the direction that comes to you that they should be heading in 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 that aspect. Exactly. Wow. What a revelation when you get to that point. So at this point when that happened, where were you? You were working. You were doing the credit check. uh, No, I was was in Los Angeles at that point and um, I was doing design and development and uh, so I was... My previous life, if you will, was real estate based and design development, flipping houses, um, 
so very much creative and real estate based. Mm -hmm. um, so it happened at that point. Um, and then I kept it, I say, I, I utilized it, but I kept did it, it quietly. Aside. I was yeah. doing it privately. Smart. Um, and continuing to do what I was doing in life until the universe kind of, they kept telling me, you have to show up. You have to show up. And I knew what they meant. They wanted yeah. me to wanted show up as dear James. forward, yeah. Right, come yeah. forward, be, utilize your gifts. Mm -hmm. And I, of course, kept shaking my head. Yeah, finally had enough of that and pulled the rug out from underneath of me. And, you know, on the re everything I did, anything I did that had to do with real estate, finished, done. Oh, okay. Red light. It, so you did, or it naturally kind of, you, you just put more energy into the being dear James. Than well, it became the, it was very clear. Yeah. This is not going to happen. Right. Anything else I touched with real estate design development would not happen. And I literally had this discussion like, okay, you're, you know, you're not going to let this advance or happen. And I heard a very strong firm, no. Wow. And I said, so I have to show up. And mm -hmm. they were like, yes. And I'm like, and I took a deep breath and I said, okay, okay, let's do this then because it's, this is. Anything I attempted to do, yeah, the universe you needed is... to be, which we're going to talk about how people yes. can tap into that, right? Exactly. Because that's amazing. And I've heard that, um, you know, I've been doing, uh, September will be three years of podcasting and live streaming. And so I've had several intuitives on the show at different, for different reasons and different things that, and all of them have said the same thing. It came, they came to a point in their life where they couldn't ignore it anymore. Hmm. And everything else was knocking them down to push them up into stepping forward into what they should be doing. Yes. And I, and, and, you know, sometimes after hearing this, you kind of go, okay, Am I going to be knocked down somewhere? <laughs> um, it's funny, but Char, who has a show here at UVN Go, um, she gave me a reading years ago, almost, um, I want to say that I would have been married about 36, 37 years ago. And I was at a, a, a turning point in my life, and I, and I wanted to talk to somebody. You know, I came in with some questions about my future. We had a sit-down talk. It was supposed to be 45 minutes it was like two and a half hours but in that time she told me that I had this ability and that I should tap into it because if you don't tap into it it doesn't manifest itself and I thought I thought well I'm a in the commercial world I'm a successful producer I love being in tv and film and I just let that go but um, and now that she's here, I've actually called back in. By the way, everything she said to me yeah. about from the question I asked, which was basically, is my boyfriend going to become my husband and are we going to have a family? Everything she said regarding that and then some came true. Hmm. Everything. Right. So fast forward about two months ago, I called in on her show because she does live readings. Right. She knew instantly that she read me before a long time ago. Yeah. She knew instantly what was going down. She also said the same thing to me. She, she mentioned something about you need to nurture those. And somehow I don't feel that, I don't feel, I don't feel what you said you feel or any of the other intuitives that have been on the show have said. So I'm not sure how to implement that, but I just thought that was interesting. And she really gave me a belief into, um, intuition and into what the powers that one has to help others within seeing things and understanding and kind of past lives coming forward and helping others it was really eye-opening to me so um I'm, I, I really respect what you have powers to do and what you can do and how 
you're using it for the greater good. I think it's wonderful. And thank you, A, thank you. And, and B, you know, it plays to the, what she's talking about is it plays to the topic of the show today because it's all about every single one of us is intuitive. Yes. Is clairvoyant. It's to what degree are we fine-tuning the channel? To what degree do we listen and follow? To help ourselves. To lead. And yes. it's all about leading with the soul. Yes. It's, it's literally taking our ego, personality, mind, and saying, okay, we've led life that way. Now we got to put it over in the passenger seat. Because the soul is saying, okay, well, not, we're not having any of this anymore. But you have to learn to listen to it. And I know because um, right. we yeah. talked about there, um, you can, the, the, you say that there are multiple bodies for us. Yes. And um, we have to identify them. So that's sort of the first and foremost thing that we have to do. You say mental, astral, physical, etheric, and divine. Yes. So what does that mean? How does that work? Well, mostly for the vast majority of people, they think that they're a human. They're a human. Having this human life, human experience, no connection, limited connection. And, you know, the soul, the spirit, this type of thing is, I don't want to say an afterthought, but it's like, okay, I'm conscious and aware that it's there, that mm-hmm. I have it. But we don't exercise it. We don't engage it. People, it's, it's an afterthought. I'm the human with a mind, with a brain. So, And the body, the physical body, is the most dense body, meaning the, at, at the bottom of the totem pole, if you will. Yeah. Everything from above is coming down into this body that we've created, this physical body. So, so are we too preoccupied with day in and day out life to really access our soul? Is that what you're saying? It's yeah, just people, too... are, people in this age of being connected, I mm-hmm. mean, we talk about how connected we are with the Internet and smartphones and all of these devices, and you've never seen people more disconnected from each other they're disconnected from each other they're disconnected from their self they're living their lives on social media i mean their life that they're living is social media yeah it's not the life that's in like we're interacting right now looking at each other you know eye to eye having a conversation go into any restaurant and watch people sitting across the table from each other not talking on their phones yeah so there's this piece of the density of and that was all well and good. That was all okay up until yeah, a point. Yeah, I, I mean, the technology um, propels us and moves us forward in, in this lifetime, in this day and age, in very specific ways. But it also has pulled us back from things that we are capable of that we're not accessing, which right. is what you were saying. Exactly. And thereby, when we listen, when we literally stop and say, because it'll, you'll hear this all the time. I knew I shouldn't have done that, or I knew I was supposed to do X. And that is your soul speaking. Yeah. That is your, your, intuition. your true north, mm-hmm. your intuition, your absolute your purity gut. and divinity. Yeah. And they don't listen. Mm-hmm. And then they don't trust it. And it's, you know, like any muscle, like, a, you know, we exercise our bodies. Mm-hmm. We exercise in our diets. We exercise our minds, per se. Our brains. Our yes, brains. Absolutely. We fail to exercise our soul soul. our spirit we forget it's even there yeah it's just taken for granted it's elusive it's not tangible so it so um 
It, do you think that meditation is a form, like, you know, my, what I was saying at the top of the show at the introduction, like a balanced life means many, many things. And one of the things, you know, I do, I talked about this with you the other day, is I do that circle of life exercise with my clients are all these things, what's out of balance, what's not in alignment. And meditation is on there or a spiritual practice is on there, which is basically are you accessing your soul? I'm asking them that and whether or not that's part of their life. And and it's about a 50-50. Friends and clients, what I find, whether they meditate or not, is meditation a form of accessing your your soul or or is that what we're what we're how one of the ways to get there or it's certainly one of the ways to get there and it's certainly a way that brings balance or peace mm-hmm. uh, for sure Pembroke Chodron you know said I've been meditating for you know I think she said 30 plus years and I still don't think I have it right and there's the beauty because people believe that they're not meditating correctly and meditation is simply trying to be calm mm-hmm. clear the mind sit with yourself reset, yes right reset and even if it's if it's three minutes five minutes if it's an hour whatever it may be there's no right or wrong way but it is a way that it calms you to where you can then listen to a higher state you know when it's your mind chattering right and you know then when it's more still when it's just a knowingness or a you know a soft voice a quiet softness then it's your soul talking and you come out of that too where you feel so um, relaxed, like you just had a sauna and a massage or something, you know, where you just kind of get, you're, you're coming away from the chatter. You know, I like to say there's lots of things snapping in our heads and we need to unsnap that sometimes. And sleep is very important, but it's not the only time we do that. And, right. and so being in a wake meditative state is really helpful. What other ways? What, what, um, cause, um, First, you have to make the decision to lead with your soul. Once you make that decision, what, how, does the, how does it manifest? How does the process work? Well, even before that, so if we go back to the other bodies, first you have to realize there are other bodies. You have a mental body. You have an energy body, astral meaning higher self, body, the etheric body of the whole of the whole. So okay. this, this isn't our first time at the rodeo. We're in reciprocity. 24-7, just as you and I are in reciprocity right now, sitting right. across from one another, mm-hmm. we're also in reciprocity with those that we can't see that are above, you know, on the other side of the veil, if you will. Mm. They're just as much supporting and learning through us as we are with them, being guided by them, being... Really? Oh, absolutely. So, and this is the part to recognize that truth. First and foremost, you have to recognize that truth. If you're only in the mental and the physical body and you don't recognize the other the astral, the ethereal, um, the emotional, you know, we tend to we tend to stay in those three, mental, emotional, and physical. Those right. are the three primaries right. that everybody's, that's we the were human experience. About, just day-by-day day life, yeah, stuff. Then you have to get to the place of, okay, wait a minute, there's a higher place. There's the astral, the ethereal, we're being guided, we're being led. Yeah. And when we then open up to that, then it's like, okay, well, let me start paying attention to that let me start shifting from the three primaries that you know the the most dense of the three to the higher ones that's interesting so when you shift so like throughout my life and being in my 60s I've had a lot of life and so throughout my life um 
little things come to me. You know, I lost my father at a very young age. There's, you know, butterflies. My grandparents were very important to me. Um, I've lost friends and family over the years that I feel like I'm still communicating with, which Char definitely brought to the forefront. Um, So are these little moments awakenings for a person when they see, when they know? Like there are times I just hear my father talking to me. And I don't know why. I mean, they come to me in my dreams. My my parents come to me in my dreams. My grandparents do. Um, you know, people who are alive and people who have passed both come to me in my dreams. Or is that accessing? Is that paying attention to the bigger to the bigger self to the um, to the bigger yeah, to the higher self, self to the higher connectivity yes. and everything? Absolutely. And it's also one of the ways that when um, energy loved ones have transitioned and they're on the other side of the veil it's one of the ways they're allowed to communicate with Mm -hmm. us so it will be in funny ways like whether it's a symbol a sign you'll uh, sometimes you get a puff of a scent Mm -hmm. that's your you know it's your dad's cologne or something there's no one in the room you haven't had any and all of a sudden just this puff yeah or in the dream state and so forth these are ways that when you're on the astral ethereal astral planes you've transitioned it's how they can communicate with us and so it's up to us though to number one recognize them to see them and then to accept it to embrace them and to see okay and then engage because for power to you know the the loved ones that have transitioned they're not gone they've transitioned right we're all energy so energy never dies it gets it transmutes it just changes right they're not a physical being anymore correct they're no longer in the physical state but they're in the astral, right? They're in the ethereal. So that's they're... what we say about ethereal and astral. Yes. And they guide us, um, it, you know, so there are those skeptics that will say when bad things happen to good people, where are those guides? Where are that? You know, you do everything right and you, you think you're making smart decisions or a big accident or something, and, you th- and then you don't be- – suddenly all of that goes away because you don't believe that – being good is is being rewarded let's say you know um how does that play out you know i'm just curious about all this it's very intriguing to me yeah because again every from a everything is neutral from a state of divinity okay it's only our humanness that says that colors something and judges it and says oh that was a good thing this was a negative thing okay and if we were to step back from any act no matter how painful and there are obvious you know high trigger issues when you know murder incest rape um you know things that are very challenging mm-hmm. for people mm-hmm. um it's easy if, if you ask when it's something good people readily accept it yeah oh, i can see that that happened and you know mm-hmm. when it becomes challenging or really challenging that's when people want to throw it away and what they're meant to do at that point is to step back enough from it to look and see, oh, what's underneath? Because we all stop at the surface. There's too many times where it's easy to stop at the surface of an issue. Oh, you wronged me. You cheated on me. You, you, you. You know, that's mm-hmm. easy. Mm-hmm. Once you step back from it, though, and you look and you say, okay. Because each person is showing up. They're mirroring. So that you've come in to my life as a, a, a person, a friend, a, a, you know, a colleague, whatever it right. might be. And then we look to see what's the dynamic. Because you, it, this is your play. It's my play. Everybody's playing a role. They're playing the role I asked them to play before we ever came. 
Okay. So that's why you have to then stop and say, okay, so from a divine standpoint, we're all up, you know, I'm going to say we're all upstairs before this ever, before we incarnate, before well, we come that's down. That's true. Yes. And we're sitting there and we say, okay, Debbie's going to show up this way. James is going to show up this way. This person's going to show up. And we all make a pact. We agree. It's a soul contract. We agree. Yes, this is what's going to play out. This is what we want to learn and experience. Yes. Okay. Then we incarnate and we forget you know, we come through the veil and we forget, which is where we then experience life as we remember. We remember. We rejoin. Mm. And the, the only caveat to the whole experience is free will. So free will plays a role in how Meaning we Meaning we make our own choices. We have a choice. Correct. I know we have a... I have a um wrote it in here that that you we have a choice that we where how does choice affect achievement of a balanced life and we that's the free will you're saying it's, that's the and choice. choice is crucial we are making choices every single moment and the guides that guide us is intuition our guides it's a combination of everything that we are of our higher selves Correct. Correct. So I look at it and I call it the symphony. Okay. And I say when I intuit, when <laughs> I, I listen, like it's the symphony. Mm-hmm. And I say it's the whole of the whole. Mm-hmm. When somebody wants a solo, they step forward for me. And then I know, oh, it's your loved one. It's a high, you know, it, it can be an angel guide, Mother Mary, whatever it may be, their essence, their energy. It's very clear to me who it is. They make themselves known. Um, they... And it runs the gamut of the emotion from laughter to crying or whatever it might be, whatever the messaging is. But they step forward, and then when they're done, they recede back into the symphony. You know, so all of this is playing out for everyone all the time. Right, and it helps guide them to make the choice for you to make the your choice. Because Correct. I mean, from what we wear today to yeah. how I do my hair, my makeup, you know, those. Whether I make a phone call or not to make an appointment, all those are choices. I make what we eat every single day we're making a choice. And that is um, something I think we take for granted or we just kind of shove away, you know, and don't really realize that they're – yeah, exactly. We're using – we chalk it up to the mind is telling us, the mental – the personality, the mind is controlling as opposed to – So tell me – so I'm going to get a little bit off – from our, you know, our talking points for a second. So tell me, um, I, I often struggle with this because I'm a reinvention uh, late in life in my 50s. You know, like I said, I had a career as a producer. I had a family, a husband, a marriage of 26 years, a relationship of 35. I have two grown children. And everything in my life changed. It wasn't what wasn't how I planned it to be, right? Mm. So I pictured something. Everything I had pictured was completely different than where I sit today. Mm. And there's a fear from where I sit today of being a reinvention late in life, changing from a career that isn't um, as financially stable, not owning a home anymore. I'm being very transparent right now. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and a bit of a struggle later when, you know, I, I haven't struggled since I was 20 years old financially. So it now I am as a divorced woman in her 60s. And, and so I, did I – was this the way I wanted everything to play out? It is. Okay. It so is. go from there. 
this. So, because I question this and say, how did I get here? And I know a lot of people do that with their life at some point, especially if they, you know, when when you're in your 20s and you're out of college and you're building a career and you're finding your mate and you're building a family and blah, 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 that you're sort of in the fast uh, lane, right? You're rush, rush, rush. But when you've done all that and now you're here and somehow you got kicked to a side over here, you go, whoa, how did that happen? Right. You're like, wait a minute. What how did I <laughs> yeah. get here? And where? And the biggest right. question for me, James, really, right. is where am I going? Right. Because, you know, what I had back there was that much time, and now I'm here in my 60s. Right. And this is a, the third act. So it's scary. It's yeah. really scary. But one of the – I mean, I want to comment on the piece of, you know, everyone go, 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 and you've done, 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 and da, yeah. da, da. And then listen to how many people say, I have all this, I did this, whatever – and I'm miserable. I'm unhappy. It's true. I'm not I'm fulfilled. Seen it. Seen it. I'm like, I, I'm like, how did I get here? They ask the same question. How did I get here? But from a different field. Right. From a right. different perspective. And that's, yes. And so and, maybe that's what happens later in life. I don't know. You know, I, 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 you know, I've seen people have these long-term, you know, 60-year-plus marriages and happy as can be. And nobody's truly happy. We all have life's situations we deal with every single day, big, small, that, you know, escalate, whatever. But um, I, you know, I almost became, um, for my friends and my family, I became kind of the story, you know, in this bigger world of, uh, in a broader sense of all of my acquaintances. It was like, oh, hear what happened to Debbie oh my god look, right. look at what right. she you know like and I'm thinking did I have something to do with that and then and so hindsight yeah. right so now I'm going back going okay I've always been into health and wellness I always have since I was a little girl I always paid attention once I realized how bad food how food affected you and your body how you looked how you felt how you acted all of that I changed my life at a very early age I was a teenager when I changed my life so that's that that was always back here. But you know, there's some there's this wanting I've had, this need that I've had to do what I really wanted to do with my life, which is always have a family, which I have, but career wise, I'm here instead of there. And it's it's very strange for me to see that I got kicked I almost got kicked out. I got kicked aside. And I'm wondering whether it's something I wanted so bad or manifested or created or I don't know how that happened. Yeah, so the first thing is to realize that again there are no mistakes. This is your play. Yes. And what you know, I wrote down the word while you were talking about this earlier and, and I wrote down the word one word and it's a profound word, the word surrender. Mm. Because what's what I'm hearing is like what's holding you up or holding you back is this the masks the The need to be something i'm not well in other words it's the it's the when they say the masks it's the masks of what you thought it would be what you so you can't get to what you want it to be if you're not willing to surrender what what you had what you believed it to be Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to let that go. Oh, right. Because that piece is still, in, in certain ways, you're still 
hanging on, you're holding still, on to the life playing, I had. You're still playing the role. I'm playing. I'm still. You're still playing that's that right. living, trying to live that life, living mm-hmm. that. Hoping that, it will come back. Correct. Mm-hmm. And that, it, it, it's, it's, that's done. Right. The, and what, and then what comes after the surrender? Trust. The trust that the life that you do know you want, you know this life. Mm-hmm. You know it. Mm-hmm. And in fact, if mm-hmm. you, you know, if you're looking back at it, you can say, I know I had all this. And yes, it was lovely and it was good, but there was still something missing. Yeah, there was, for sure. And that's why this is your play. That's why you orchestrated all this, because from a soul place, you say, okay, if I haven't gotten there by this time, if I haven't done it, then X, Y, and Z will happen. You, my my husband, you will leave or, you know, we, we will separate. Mm-hmm. You will... All these things that are going to, quote, unquote, kick you to the curb. Yeah, which because, did. Right, but you see, but you orchestrated it. Yeah. Because you're saying to yourself, your soul is saying, hey, we, you know, they're knocking, hello. You know, we came to do something. We came and said we wanted to experience X. And we can't get to X if A, B, and Y, and Z are in the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so this is, again, Makes when sense. they say to you, show up you know when you were talking about char and you know connect and show up yeah it's about you connecting and showing up as your authentic true self so this whole reboot of my life and my career my life personal life my professional life this whole reboot is me trying to show up absolutely okay but i still have some garbage yeah (laughs) yeah 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 this (laughs) Meaning being helped in by by your guides, your my guides, guides yes. angels, higher yeah, self. Yeah, they're, they're really. This is your team. I mean, like, we all I'm have a team. Feeling like a punching bag. <laughs> right? Yeah, but a we have a bit. team. Yeah, and they're there. Yeah. and, and we have to allow the team and ourselves to let go and go where we're supposed to go. Right? Exactly. There's a yeah. There's that beautiful saying, "Let go and God." It's like let go and let Source Surrender. lead. Surrender. Trust. Listen. Because that that sound is there, that feeling that is inside that's guiding you, that's saying you know what you know what it is, you know what you want to achieve or be, you know the life, and yet we're like, but because I can't see it and it's not tangible and it's not here yet, and I don't know what it's going to look like, and totally. what I, everybody totally. goes, and the brakes yeah. are on, and they're like, oh, because I can see this one, I know this one. You you do what makes sense, what it's, you think exactly. makes physical sense Correct. to you. All right, so knowing that, so having said this, and I hope this helps the audience, you know, by using me as an example here, how do I surrender? What are the steps? What are the things? What do we go into to um, help me get to where I'm supposed to be, let's, let's say, okay. where I want to be? So one of the first things is, is for everyone to make peace with the word surrender. People have a negative connotation of the word surrender. They believe that it's to give up, to lose, you know, to surrender. It's like wartime or something. Exactly. It's got this negative attached to it. Surrender, when you surrender, it is the most empowering thing you will ever do. Mm -hmm. Because, and you're doing it with yourself. It's not, everybody else that's in your play that's external they're external characters in your play. Mm-hmm. The surrender is with yourself. That's right. You have to, you know, for me in my my situation, show up. You have to show up. What mm-hmm. did that? Uh, what I had to do was surrender my entire previous life. So you did it. I had to surrender. I had to show up, which meant I had to surrender. I had to make peace with. Okay, you want me to do this? I'm going to do this. 
and that you're going to show me how. You're going to show me the way. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is realizing surrender is empowerment. Okay. It is not sense. It's not a negative loss. It's, it's an empowerment. It's a positive. Right. From there, it's then trust comes right behind it or in concert with the surrender is the trust. The, the trusting that you know you're going to be led. This is your play. But your, you're still going to be able to survive. I mean, you know, we still have to earn a living. We still have yes. to, you know, put a roof over our head and, and all of that. So you, you have to trust that's going to still happen and you're not going to be doing something that you absolutely or be in a place you don't want to be to make it happen. And or that you have to realize that even if you are placed in that situation momentarily or there's a reason, reason. Mm-hmm. and you have to trust the reason, the process, the surrender, because what is it doing? It's like a, a block of ice. We're finally chiseling away to get to a beautiful sculpture that lies within it. Mm-hmm. You can't, ne- r- rarely do people admire a block of ice. No. But they admire the, the sculpture, ice that, sculpture, sculpture that, that comes from within yeah. it. And so this is that surrender piece. This is where it all chiseling. comes together and the trust and you're chiseling and you're listening. Even when it's, I mean, you know, I've, I, I speak from experience. Yes, I mean, I, I, I can I've tell. walked the talk. I can tell. I, I, you know, so, it's very helpful to me in the moment. Yeah. yeah it's, and, and that's what's required. And, and, of course, it is challenging when you see everybody else still living a certain way. And you see, like, it's not affecting them. They're just, and I mean this with, you know, in a pause, they're clueless. It's like, it's just not affecting them. Yeah. And yet. Everyone will have their time. Everyone will have their day. In some way, some, in some shape, way, shape some or form, form. If you're not doing what your soul came here to do, you're going to get the whisper. You're going to get the caution sign. You're going to get the knocking. And then you're either going to get the, the rug or the two by four. I mean, if you don't. Yeah. Because so many times people, well, a couple of things. One, people think, oh, they're so lucky. You know? Oh. How lucky, you know, I, I like to see talk show hosts or something and I'll be like, oh, they're so lucky. I wish I was sitting in that seat. Oh, there's, you know, the, oh, she just came from a wealthy family. They're so lucky, you know. And then the other part is judgment. Um, what are people going to think about me or what uh, or I don't want to be under a microscope, you know, and those mm-hmm. kinds of things. So there's kind of like this this back and forth balancing thing of trying to figure out um or, or getting rid of those fears, really. And that's something that I know is in here that, you know, we talked about the, uh, um, the fact that people let fear keep them from moving forward. It's fear of judgment, fear of failure, right. which is always our successes if we allow it because that's the way we learn. But it's so difficult. You know, I, I, I grew up in a time where there wasn't open conversation. A lot of these types of conversations that I have my guests on my show or the, everything that's out there with all the ways there's so many platforms for people to talk about this now and be heard um, used to be taboo. Those are yeah. things you put in the corner, you don't talk about, you move forward and you do what you're supposed to do. You right. do what society says you're supposed to do. Right, you do what's, you know, what's quote-unquote expected. White Jewish girl from the valley. You just right. go where you're you, supposed to go. Exactly. But yeah. now it's it's a different conversation. You know, it's a different dialogue. And um, it's hard when you've lived this much life with that other conversation and now to shift gears and say, it's okay. It's okay to be judged. It's What do you care? Right. Why do you care? Right, exactly. And, 
And fear, there's a great misnomer. Um, I often speak about fear is your friend. Mm-hmm. And people kind of look at me sideways. And, no, you know, and, I'm, and I'm like, no, 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 look at it. Everything is energy. Mm-hmm. Money is energy. People are energy. The cosmos is energy. Fear, hope, love, energy. So when you realize it's all energy. So fear is just energy. And it either immobilizes you or, or it propels, propels you. you. Yep. And once you realize, oh, so make fear your friend. Yeah. We're not here to eradicate fear. That's a really tall order. No. Yeah, no. Well, there's no such thing. Yeah, there's yeah. no need to. There, yeah. The, the, the thing is to transmute it, transcend fear. Mm-hmm. And so when you're afraid of something, okay, well, what is it? Okay, I'm afraid of this. Okay, we'll start talking to fear. Start talking. Why am I afraid of this? What can I do to propel myself through this? What Because to be immobilized by it is a non-starter. So, so getting to the nitty gritty of that, how do we, how do we access that? What are, how do we get to the what? You know, what are the things that we have to do? So, same word, surrender. Surrender. It's going to be surrender every single time because so the I fear find, plays. So, surrendering for me is is more meditative. It's me, I, I, it's meditative state. You know, I can't when I'm doing the day by day stuff. You know, I work in a physical realm because I'm a a fitness teacher, a personal trainer, a health and nutrition person who who, who really zeroes in on my um, client. And then when I have me time, the only way I can kind of drop off from that is to meditate. And then I start trying to manifest these things that are are essential for me to move forward, to not have fear, to have you know, I, I long for a deep connection with somebody that I haven't had in eight years. You know, I I long for um, success in this world of helping others. You know, we talked about it before the show. It's really huge for me to help people. Uh, what I'm learning to get it out there in longevity with quality and having, you know, we're all going to the same place. We're all going to age. But how do we do it? successfully in terms of not being obsessed with a wrinkle and not you know and having the need to to look a certain way or act a certain way how do we embrace it you know so um i i'm wondering am i am i doing the right thing am i surrendering through my meditation how what other ways do i surrender it's really on a again it's on a conscious choice basis so to do it solely in meditation and then not apply it the rest of the you know 23 hours and, and, the day. and 40 yeah. minutes yeah is you're right is not sustainable okay. because it really it, like with you with clients when you're training whether it's nutrition whether it's the physical training you know we're talking about tuning into the body we're talking about listening to our own bodies right when we don't listen and again people know you can tune into your body, you with a client. This is where your intuition, your your clairvoyance will be extraordinarily helpful to a client because you can come in and say, here's the regime that we're going to do today. Here's the workout program, or mm-hmm. I've charted it for the next eight weeks for you. Right. And yet, if there's an ailment or a, a physical yeah, sprain goes, or whatever, it's yeah. out the window, mm-hmm. right? So again, that's physical. Well, what if it's you're in tune with your client from an intuitive standpoint and you say you know what i can see that today i thought we were going to do you know 
biceps and this and that and some stretching and whatever. But what we really need to do is work on your core. Yeah. There's something here going on with your core. So we're going to switch I do do that, today. by the way. Well, this, this is, is what not, I'm saying. Yeah, this yeah. is how you're applying yeah, yeah. intuitiveness as opposed to this regimented. Of what, of what schedule and what I have to do. Exactly. Okay. Here's, and so when we don't listen, it's the same thing with eating. So if we listen. Yes. Mindful eating. I talk about it all the time, paying attention and not and knowing that stuff's going in your body and it's going to do something once it gets past the once you start digesting it it's got it's got a mission you know yeah. and and people mind, mindlessly eat you know we we kind of eat with our eyes and, yeah. and our and taste buds. emotionally eat yeah. And yeah. And yeah yeah there's all kinds massive of massive piece of yeah. yeah yeah and it's the way i i make people realize you know what they're doing and how they can change it and it takes so and i'm i'm sure you know with what i do with my clients is takes time you know it's changing a habit and we change habits over a period of time which would be me accessing being able to surrender I have to sort of give myself time to learn how to do that because I've never done that yeah absolutely (laughs) because that's you are retraining again we're retraining ourselves right so we do it with our mind you know we mentally train every day whether it's our job or reading a crossword puzzle whatever we're mentally training right we physically train. We work out. We walk. We run marathons. We yeah. Okay. We nutritionally train. But we have to train our souls. We to... don't train our souls. Oh, no. We don't. We people yeah. don't pay attention. That's what we to were them. talking about at the top of the show. Exactly. And do you know we're down to our last minute? Are we already? Right? <laughs> I know. It's my How did that happen? And there was a reason why I have a longer show because <laughs> we got into it. Um, so, you know, I, I, I want to wrap up with the way you want to wrap up. So I want to make sure, and then I want you to let my audience know how they can reach you so they, they can come to you with a burning question or change in life that's going on with them and you can help them sort it out. Um, what, what, what would you say is the most important aspect of, of, accessing the soul and what and what we're talking about here that people need to know it would be to immediately listen to your soul listen to that internal gps begin honing it training it trusting it testing it it will test you yeah (laughs) and so do that so that you start shifting from your mind your ego to your soul because your soul is your true north. Okay. It will always lead you. And I think the whole ego issue is a whole other show. Yeah. Because we lead with our egos. Yes. Which, again, was me saying before, I'm so concerned about what people think. Right. That's ego. Yeah. That's total ego. ego identity yeah. mask. So right. hard to undo that when you've had years of being learned to, to, to lead that way. So final words, words of wisdom, final thoughts, and oh. then how people can reach you. Um. Final thoughts and wisdom is we all have this ability and we sit in a world where goodness and kindness and heart-centered wellness is so important, more important than ever. So tune in, train, listen, and and be kind to your fellow human being. Be kind, be kind to yourself. Yeah. That starts here because then you're it's kind. An, it's beyond. always an inside job. It's always the number one thing I have is to be kind and how do people find you James you can find me at my website www.dearjames.com and the same on Facebook Twitter and Instagram
Yes, good. And it's up on the UBN Go website as well, under my show, all the, and my Instagram, Balanced Life by Debbie. And I have to thank you for your time and your energy and helping me surrender today. Oh, absolutely. And thank I you. thank you. Now, if you have a question, you should go to my Facebook page, which is Fit by Design. And it says Balanced Life at the top of it, but you have to access it as Fit by Design. And then you can go right where the show was running and right under comments. You can ask a question, James, or I will get back to you. We really would uh, appreciate doing that for you if we can. And I want to thank you all for joining me, joining us today. And I also want you to remember to go out and connect to a healthier you. And we'll see you in two weeks on the 25th. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. It was great. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.